Welcome back to All Turk Adult. I'm Brayden. Nope, that's not my name. You're not Brayden. My, <laughs> my name is Brian. Oh, and I'm Jason. And this is All Turk Adult. Yes, welcome back. I know it's been a hiatus, but we be busy. <laughs> we be busy. Are you sure, though? Are you sure, though? Don't be shady, girl. Okay. We just trying. We trying to see what we, we got. We trying. So, today is Turkey Day. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Turkey, turkey. Gobble, gobble. Enjoy the day. Give thanks. Celebrate your food. Yes, they had, they had me up in the kitchen early this morning. And I'm like, what's wrong with these people? Early this morning, everybody's still sleeping. My mom looking at me with her eyes, just staring at me. And I'm like, why are you staring at me, just looking at me? She's like, you grouchy this morning. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't think I was. So we were just reminiscing in Tiki Hut. Oh, yes. And Jason was telling me a story where he slammed somebody's head against the wall. Why did you do that? Well, I think the important thing is, is I was telling you a story. Oh. So, uh, um, but apparently now I'm telling the podcast universe. Yeah. Well, the the head slamming, there's two incidents, says, and said and says, of um, head slamming. Um, Brian feels like I have an anger streak, but I, I don't feel that's true. You sure? Yes, because I gave these people ample warnings. It wasn't just like a spare of the moment situation. So situation one, in no particular order or time frame, just in recall... I got... Were these recent events? Did no, they weren't recent events. They were in high school. Are you sure? Then why do you want to give people time frames? Well, I just don't know what happened first. I don't know if it was the first story I oh. happened first. Okay. I was just going to tell you how I remembered or how. So what happened is, in story one, let's go with that. Yes. In story one, um, a person was annoying me. And we were going to get into a fight. There was no build-up, but we were going to get into a fight. What was he doing? Um, we were exchanging words for a couple weeks. He was picking on you? Uh, no, neither of us were picking on each other. We were just... Uh, we Because I think of picking on somebody as the lesser. Like the aggressor picks on the lesser aggressive person. So I don't feel like I picked on people, but what I did was got in fights with people. In a sense. So you provoked the fights? I don't think that's true either. See, so not. So what are you trying to say? You saying? I'm just saying we had disagreements with people. It escalated, and we were at the stage of fight. Okay, so why did it get to the stage of fighting? You couldn't use your words. Um, because we were teenagers and we had uh, abandoned words. We weren't mentally ready, I guess, for talking it out. So let's get to the juicy shit. So what happened? Well, girl. So, uh, we were at the lockers, and uh, I believe there is a slight pushing or bumping into, you know, the kind of shady push. Oh, he did, like, the check you in the shoulder shit? Correct. And so... What's that about? Why do people do that? So, I said, I I pushed back, probably with my hand. Girl, I'm telling my story, and you said you want it juicy. Okay. Girl. Okay, so I, I pushed back, I recall, with my hand on his shoulder. Like, what the fuck? Kind of a push. Ooh. Yep. And then he got a little scrappy, and I I pulled his hair a, a very slight amount. 
And he said, Ooh, are you pulling my hair, bitch? And I said, oh, fuck no. So then that's when I went on. And it ended quickly after that. Um, I smashed his head into the locker because that was a hard object, the closest thing I could find, which is kind of a theme for me. This is not very holiday spirit. You brought it up. I told you I was talking to you. <laughs> so, since we're in it now, girl. So, I I did slam his head up against the locker. He was very surprised by that. And long story short, the it, the fight ended quickly. He realized I was a little... I was going to use objects. And I don't think he was prepared for that. So, second fight. Um, snowballs. People were throwing snowballs. Not at me, but like, you know, they had it in their hand. And they were like packing it down. I don't know. I was kind of popular, so they didn't really bug me. I wasn't a picked on kid. So when I passed them by, I'm like, don't throw that snowball. I'm like, I just want to go home. You know, I, they could tell I wasn't feeling it. Well, I, apparently someone got egged on to throw it, nevertheless, like as I, no as my back was turned. So they hit me with the snowball, which unfortunately at the time happened to be an ice ball because they had been packing it in their hands for quite some time and it melted. And, you know, there's an art to snowball making. You Southerners don't know. But, like, if you want to kill somebody, you just hold it in your hand for a long time and get it nice and wet and then make it pretty much like a ice cube that's a hardened... It's like a softball or baseball that you just chuck at someone's head and, and you're supposed to laugh because it's supposed to be funny. But it's not. Snowball fights are awful and hideous. But anyway... Yeah, because everybody imagines this puff of snowball hitting your face like fun family time, but it's not like that. It's like hard-packed softballs that get jammed into your fucking head. That's not the same as like, ooh, fluffy, puffy snow. Ooh, got me a little chilly. No, and it's not the same. So anyway, it was a hard snowball. <clears throat> and um, it did It hit me in the upper area, I guess maybe not the head, but in the shoulder area. Neckle neckle area and i i went i turned around and um I, I i calmly said who threw it and um you know they all pointed out this kid which may or may not been the kid who did it but it was i, I was over it oh, at that you point i had asked and, and everybody pointed to him but now upon reflection he was kind of the scapegoat kid so he might have not done it but anyway, Does this guy, can he speak his name anymore? He can. Did you beat him up that bad? I didn't. I know. I don't punch. I use objects. And no, I didn't beat him up that bad. The wall did a lot, though. So I am. Um, the wall do to the guy? I am a bigger guy, and he was smaller. Oh, so now you overpowered him. I well, how I mean to preface that is. I put all of my weight between his head and the wall when I pushed it into the wall. And the wall was like a stucco. And, and nicely enough, the wall didn't break. But he did. He slid down the wall and shook a little. And I said, don't throw snowballs again. And walked away. Now, the next day, I did see him in school. And he was fine. He didn't even have a headache. So, I mean, let's get over did it. Did you even ask him? Yeah. We, I told you we were friends acquaintances if you're my friend i hope you don't hit me with a snowball like that 
You know, that was my argument when they hit me with a snowball. I feel like I'm the victim. I don't feel like this is coming across correctly. Because, like, I could have walked home perfectly fine. And seen him in school the next day and been like, hey, I'm glad you didn't throw that snowball. But it was a different situation because... You would have said, hey, I wish you would throw that snowball. No, what I'm saying is I could have not been hit with a snowball and the situation would have never progressed. So really... So violent. Oh, is that the argument? I was too violent? You don't think... I asked the next day, and I told you he was fine. Okay. Now, fast forward. I do have a side story. He did show up to my house about six or seven years later, and I just happened to be home, because at this point I had left, you know, home and was either living, I don't know, down south, probably. But at any rate, I happened to be home for a, a millisecond, and uh, he did show up, and um, he was confused at where he was, and he thought he was at a friend's house, which I could mention because I remember the name, but it was not the house he was at. He happened to be at my house. However, I do look a lot like the guy who he was looking for. What a shame. So he might have had some mental damage overall, um, but no, in all seriousness, he was fine the next day. But he did like to play it up. And I did put a lot of my weight behind it when I hit his head up against the wall. So, don't call me a criminal. Jesus, I hope to God my white privilege works out. God, I'll be Kavanaugh. He'll be trying to get all my money. He won't remember your name. And Yeah, I'll tell him that was just all for entertainment. Girl... Why you gotta be recording stuff? That's why you so shady. Welcome to All Tucker Out. I'm Brian. And I'm Jason. And we're just gonna continue the conversation of the car accident. Part oh, two. Part two, car accident. Have yes. you ever been in a car accident? Me personally? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking to the other non-people that are in the room. Yes. I have been in a car accident. I have been in, I believe, more than one, maybe. But one that totaled a vehicle. So uh, one significant accident. You totaled a vehicle? I did. Okay, so you got to break this down. What happened? Okay, so I was commuting to college at the time. Um, that year, I had lost my first vehicle. A very precious vehicle. How did you lose it? Well, I was in a Walmart parking lot, and you know they're huge, right? Are they? Yeah. All the Walmart parking lot I've been to look ghetto and run down, girl. Okay, but they're large, right? There's a lot of spaces. I guess. Well, that's where I lost her, and I hadn't been able to find her. No, I lost her because she blew her gasket, literally. The engine blew up, burnt up, and just went to crap. So I left her at a fire station because the guy said that they could take it and use it for like safety instruction and they don't need it in running order so that's what i did anyway so you did charity go ahead you better turn this car accident around well that that was when my car broke down this is the lead oh up story. this is when you broke down yeah. okay, it's gotcha. a lead up story okay so continue with the car so accident, i bought a, i bought a new car from a lovely lady down in staten island because at the time, I was going to a college that was down towards the city. And this is in New York State. Okay. 
And so I bought a nice car from a lady who had passed away. Her kids were selling it. And it was clean with low miles. Well, I had the car for about a month. And I decided on one trip back home from college that a blinking red light does not stand for stop. No. Right. Nor did the sign that said stop. I ignored both and decided just to go right on through that. Do you have your driver's license? I currently do. Yes. Okay. Just, just sure. off of suspension. Luckily for me, I got it back. Blessings. But uh, the blessings are tenfold. Um. So anyway, there I am driving, not paying attention to road rules. I went through a red blinking light as well as a stop sign and got hit by a truck. Not a big, like, Mack truck, you know. Was it but like it was a 250, an F-250-ish. Okay, so it was like a Ford or something? Uh, well, like a pickup truck. Okay. I don't know what it was. Probably a Chevy. Did you block out the memory? No, I just didn't pay attention. Was it traumatic for you? Not entirely. Okay, continue. So, um, I, I get hit by this truck. And, um, I get all jostled about. And I felt like I was in a protective bubble. So I, I was in my bubble, jostling about. And then all things settled. Which was, I, my car got pushed to the side of the road and hit a utility pole, which fell over the back of my vehicle. So it was quite an impact, because I broke the pole. And I didn't hit the pole. I broke the hole by them hitting me and pushing me into it. So it was impactful. Sounds like it. And, um... So, when I came to, I heard a dog barking. First thing. Which actually is funny about the dog thing that we're going to talk about in a later topic. But, I heard a dog barking, and it looked like it, or sounded like it was right in my ear. So, I turned around from my driver's seat, and it was. The people had intruded into my cabin, and were, I don't know, six, seven feet from my head. And then I hear a woman saying, honey, are you alright? Honey, are you alright? And the, I later learned, husband saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, are you okay? And then they protected the dog. And then the lovely lady says so to me... So they were literally in your vehicle? Like, both vehicles were collided together? Yeah, and they had they had intruded into my passenger side, because they hit me on the passenger side. Mm -hmm. And a better way to describe it is every window in my car was broke, except for my pa my driver's side window. Okay. Every other window was shattered, and they had actually come into the the passenger side. And they were talking, and the sweet lady said, I don't know if she said honey. It's a little, maybe not the case. Yeah, cause... But she said to me, are you okay? And I realized she was talking to me, because I had heard the husband conversation and the dog conversation. And I said, yes, ma'am, I think I'm okay, but I can't get out. And that's when I realized I, I actually couldn't get out. Mm -hmm. And they decided to stay in their vehicle. And then some bystanders came. And they said, you know, they started talking like, oh, my God, is everybody OK? OK. It wasn't really like a we just saw what happened. We're going to like it was a very like just happened scene. And they were mm -hmm. more concerned for life, I think. Mm -hmm. But everybody was OK. I sat in the car because I couldn't get out until um, the paramedics or police came or whatever it was. How long do you think it lasted that experience? I was probably in there for like three, four minutes, and then I got uncomfortable, and my feet were bleeding because I had sandals on, and the glass had broke. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I, for some reason, decided to get on the center console and sit like a bird. Because I think I was scared that I couldn't get out. And I was just trapped there, literally, like, couldn't get out. But it wasn't like a confined space, although I was in the car. But mm -hmm. 
you know, it wasn't like a scary thing other than the fact that I just couldn't leave it. And nothing was on fire or nothing. So, I, uh, had, like, the whole time outside of my vehicle, and they were talking to me and letting me stay calm. So I don't know the time frame, how long it took, but when the ambulance people got there, they, they said, we're going to have to use the jaws of life. So they threw one of the windows. It actually might have been the windshield. They passed me this big blanket. They threw it over you? Well, they passed it to me and let me put it on. Okay. And so I put it on, and they jackhammered the door and shattered glass, and it was pretty loud and traumatic, and I'm like, okay, this is crazy. And then I get out of the car, and they assess me for drinking or drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the drugs. I'm, I probably looked coherent. But they assessed me for drinking. And then, uh, you know, they found out that I was just an idiot. And I wasn't doing anything other than being stupid. And so... It's called uh, an accident. Accident yeah. happened. Well, I ran a, I I ran a light. So negative. I ran a light and a stop sign. Well, what the fuck were you doing? Were you drinking? No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the cops were better than this guy over here. Because they didn't... They realized I wasn't. Because I don't drink, but anyway. Well, good job. At least you passed the test. I did. I passed the test. And uh, the guy got taken away in an ambulance. And I uh, I brought, my, my car got towed. And I think my um, grandmother came and picked me up. Aww. And uh, everybody wanted me to go to the hospital. But I said, I, I'm perfectly fine because I was in my little God bubble. That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. It was like a protective angel bubble. So I was actually perfectly fine. And then people were like, well, what about your insides? What if you have internal bleeding and stuff? That they would be like my mother. They do mm-hmm. like to say that. And I told her, no, I'm fine. I'm not going to the hospital. End of story. Kind of. Did you have anything you wanted to add about your story to finish it off? Um, not so much. Not really with the car accidents. Car accidents are stressful times in people's lives mm-hmm. uh, I think people just need to have more compassion right. like people that, that like that white guy that pulled up to you and was like I saw everything this man's fault it's this man it's this man right here it's the black man Yeah, I you could have gone without that I could have went without that okay. that's true luckily my situation was completely whitewashed I'm so happy for you yes. so I did not have that problem so how do you feel about dogs I love them, you know, but I've come to the conclusion that a lot of people treat their dogs differently. Some are like the movie star dogs that are like pampered beyond beyond. And then some or, you know, they leave them outside. They're all weather. Even hurricanes? Well, yeah, some people. Like, you know, we have, there are people I have noticed in my life at sometimes, current neighbors, who... Maybe leave their dogs out during inopportune times. You know about it. Actually, the thing that aggravates me about the dogs. I like dogs, per se. But I don't know. It's to a stint. I'm a little different because I live with a bunch of crazies that they're they're like overly animal people. Over and it might be a cultural thing because I didn't grow up that way. Like... They oh. they love the animals so much they want to sleep with them. Yes, in the same bed, correct? In the same bed, and like we'll have total uh conniption fit if you ever said the word crate. <gasps> that see, like scary. Uh-huh. So 
I'm the type of person. So I'm one of those overly protective people because I'm a I'm a non-creator. Would be a bed person if you know. No, I, I don't do the animals in the bed. Thing. Yes, so that's out for me. I'd rather be in the bed. Yeah, I would rather sleep in the bed. The dog can sleep on the floor. It'll be okay. It will be okay. That's the thing. At the end of the day, the dog is still better in the house than outside. That's I've true. Come to know. That's, That's true. At least you've gotten that far. How do you feel about chaining him up to a tree all day long? I wouldn't do that. Okay. So, that, I mean, you're right there. Like, I have a little compassion, but Jesus, don't get crazy. Right, right, right. It's just a line. It's a line you got to walk on. But I, each dog I'm around, I'm always friendly and loving and compassionate to it. And it seems to find me fondly. You know, I don't want to change topics, but I do have to say, the girl in that apartment building that was trying to walk the dog and was, like, blocking, I would call it black blocking, blocking the man from coming into his own residence, with that kind of energy, the dogs usually follow that kind of energy, and yet I haven't heard anything about the dog being upset. I wonder what color the dog was. Are you talking about Hallway Hillary? Hallway Hillary. Hallway Hillary was a young lady. She was walking her dog, and I guess she was exiting her residence. And at the same time, this young black man came into the residence. And I guess you have to have a key card to enter. And since she was leaving, he didn't have to use his key card, and she felt uncomfortable. So this young lady proceeds to harass the young man, in my opinion, overly to claim that she was in fear of her life but then this lady has the audacity to continue to walk this man up to his house his apartment building and he has his keys in the door and she still is not trusting the words that he says well i mean i understand where she's coming from why? Well, you know, we live in a in a, in a Trump society where it's okay to question those of color around you. Why do you always go there? I, I don't <laughs> have to go there. That's not necessarily what this is about. Are you sure? Why has it been so prevalent, all these white people calling people, calling cops on people? I is really, it prevalent only because it's news, news media? Would you argue that it's always been the case? This has always been the case. I this hear you there. This happens all the I time. Do. People lose their lives because of situations like this. Oh, that's not good too real. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just too real. Too real, babe. On brighter news, there's a new way. We're going to give you an updated way to do CPR. Because you never know when you're going to need this important uh, information. Public to... service and... Oh, I'm sorry, babe. Go. Public service and now? Public service Go ahead. You better do it. This is for you and all your loved ones. Because you never know when there's an emergency happens that you're going to have to help somebody live. Mm-hmm. Now... Back in the day, CPR, you used to have to do the two breaths and then the 100 compressions. Is 100? Yeah. Ooh, between girl, that's the, a lot. No wonder why they always got tired. Oh, the, the teamwork thing. Between the sternum. Uh-huh. And you usually have to do it in the staying alive fashion, like, Staying alive, staying alive, staying alive, staying alive. Well... Y'all know it. I mean, you had, I mean, if you lived in this society and worked anywhere kind of businessy, you might have learned it anyway. Yeah. 
people get the basic gist of CPR, but some people don't. So, but it's changed. It has That's changed. why we're bringing you this public service announcement. Now, instead of worrying about the, doing the two breaths, that is no longer required, according to Dr. Oz. He says the person is laying down flat, and you just continue to do the hot, 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 staying alive, staying alive between the breastbone and sternum. And you just. Use your palm over your palm, and you kind of use your the heel of your hand, and you push down straight. You know where I always got confused. And keep the blood, keep keep the, the heart the, moving. Yeah, no, I don't, that's not, I always got confused because I always was scared, um, to like break ribs. But if you're doing it right, and it's an elderly person, I mean, you're not supposed to squish the person, but you do have to. You have to get to the heart. You have to, and get that's a little what matters. Pressure. And yeah. At the end of the day, it's either them being alive or them complaining about their... My ribs hurt. My ribs hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would rather that them... I would rather experience life with them, especially if there's somebody I know I'm close to. Mm-hmm. I think I just deal with them bitching at me that their ribs hurt. Yeah. So, I don't know if that helped anyone, but I hope it did. Yes. You no longer have to do the breaths. You just want to keep doing it until somebody... Is called and make sure you call nine one one before you see somebody. Nine one one, that is a fantastic show. That is fantastic. One of my favorites. This New this fall season, season or whatever. I guess this it's is year season two. two. But oh lordy, but Gordy, it is funny. It is. Well, funny. I don't know if it's supposed to be funny, but there are parts that are funny, and it's just good in general. I would say it's more eye opening. That's what I want to say. Eye opening. Okay. But and. This episode, there was a lady, because they have, like, it's... Okay, let's give you the rundown of the show. Yeah, if you don't know the show, quick rundown. Might not be all-inclusive. Here we go. Um, they circulate. It's kind of like, you know how Grey's Anatomy has, like, Station 19, and then Grey's Anatomy is a show, and then another series is, like, Chicago Med, Chicago, Chicago Fire, mm-hmm. and Chicago PD. Right. It's kind of like that, but all combined and into one, one show. show. So you don't have to waste five hours a week, just the one. And it's so fascinating. And then they have this new lady. She's a sister to one of the firefighters. She's a nurse in her past profession, but during she's running away from some her husband. Her ex- side plot. We believe she's running away from an abusive relationship. And it's too much. So she wanted to start working as a dispatcher for nine one one, which is a circle of people that they will uh, show as part of the scene. So they have the nine one one like scene area, and yep. they have those people, and, and then they, they have the fire station lives. with their people and their stories, and then you also have a cop point of view with their people and their stories, mm-hmm. and um, they bring in gay elements because the husband was a homosexual male. And they just got a divorce, and, she, and she's dealing with Angela that. Bassett, can you believe yeah, I don't that know who shit? Would. I don't know who would, but... And she looked real good. That bitch looked good, let me tell you. She does. And she was standing in this last one, in particular. Um, she was standing plus. Beautiful. In, in a very uh, slim shirt next to another lady. You know black don't who was slant, Also in a slimming shirt, but she pulled it off so much better. 20, 30 years plus, this woman. 
And she looked gorgeous. I want to know what she do. What she used to moisturize? Well, hopefully it's a real product and not the Illuminati. Because I wouldn't want to lose her. Angela Bassett. Okay, back to the show. 911. What is your emergency? Uh, I am... I... Oh, uh, can you speak faster? I can't understand I, you. I'm... There's a gun uh, and a guy. That's I'm scared. Send help. Uh, that's not telling me where you are. What is your location, sir? I am at a... I don't know. I'm at a... I went with my friend, and I, uh, I just... I'm not at a place uh, that uh, I'm... That's not telling me your location. I, just, I, I think... Click! Could you imagine that experience? So the woman hung up on this person calling. But as the scene would reveal in a stream, she just hung up or treated people poorly, including at the end there, once person committing or thinking about committing suicide. And she goes, well, you want to be talking to me if you were going to actually go through with it or something to the like. To the effect Which of is that. not, and, a, 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 I have not seen that protocol for 911 dispatchers. Now, I may be mistaken, but I did think there was something wrong with that. I'm just grateful that that is not the case and that they actually have integrity and do their job correctly. Thank From what you. I've heard. Bravo. Bravo. So if that's a, based on reality, like the SUVs or whatever, that's sad. I'm sure that probably did happen to somebody. You know, get in contact with us. Tell us your story if it did. We would want to hear from you. If 911 legit hung up on you, not because you called because McDonald's was out of nuggets, but if you were like in a dire situation and you have been hung up on by 911, I would like to hear that story. If no one's listening to you, we will. Very much so. The 911 operator is a thankless job and they're you get thousands of people calling you with their issues in their mm -hmm. moments well, of they're chaos. Set up to, yeah. They're set up for that. People don't call 911 for like, hey. I understand that. That's okay. the concept of 911. But. So it's kind of like a lawyer like arguing. I shouldn't, you know, why do I have to be a lawyer all the time? I mean, they're 911 dispatchers. But I get what you're saying. It's hard to listen to the moments of people's possible deaths which i'm sure they've heard or heard yes um and i i the stressors of the job are there i get that but i don't think any point and i don't think you were making this point but i don't think at any point that should lead to you just blatantly hanging up on people you have to recognize that you are still there for them so you have to cater to them in the means that are best possible I for agree. life i agree but this old lady, she was the top of her game. She was at the top of her game. And she, she won awards, remember? She said she's she won said, straight years in a row. Yeah, and she's like, her um, is revered as the top. Mm -hmm. And this lady is just hanging up on people on a constant. Yes, just sir. because she didn't want to deal with it anymore. And remember the one line? The girl's like, she, t she, she took over twice as many calls as anybody else in her pod or whatever. And the one manager lady that runs the pod is like, well, we investigated almost 40% of those were less than 40 seconds or something crazy. Could you so imagine she's been just doing this straight up for a 40 like second ever. phone call in an emergency? That's all you're going to talk to the 911 operator is 40 seconds? And I'm just saying, you take all this 
and add Angela Bassett in a cop uniform, I don't know if I'm gay anymore. Oh, she like that white dick too now. <gasps> she do. Is that just in the show? Or is that for I, real? I don't know, for real, Now girl. I'm excited. Angela Bassett. You might have a shot. Oh, girl. Don't get it Are you thinking very highly of me? I do appreciate that. I think I have a shot with Angela Bassett. Mm -hmm. Sweetest peaches. <laughs> <laughs> but then the show continues. And at the end of the episode, the lady is trying to be vindictive and get back because she lost her job. Because... Mm -hmm. The nurse, she did a ride-along, and she experienced one of the people who was fucking actually dying because he got shot in his restaurant. Mm -hmm. But, of course, he had an accent, and she wasn't about to listen to a man who couldn't speak clear English. That was another one of her problems. And it was just, she was, like, telling her sins because she got, she wrecked her car. Mm-hmm. And like she, she couldn't, couldn't hear. hear. Yep, she couldn't hear the nine one one operator girl who, mind you, she has been fighting with and just had vindictively called her 100%. and given her like threats and stuff. Like they did not have a great relationship. But guess what? The new nine one one operator did. Yep, you guessed it. Her job, and she stayed there with the crazy bat lady who did get in an accident. But when the airbag exploded, apparently lost her hearing. I don't know why she lost her hair and Cause the eyesight because I was like, girl. what the fuck is that about? I didn't understand that part, to be honest. Well, because it's probably Maybe she true. was in shock or something. No, they said it's because the airbag. They said it in the show, but yeah, I don't think it's true. That didn't make no fucking sense. Well, Just because the airbag exploded means you can't fucking see or hear anymore? See, now that's the thing about car accidents. Your airbag didn't go off, right? No. Neither did mine because I got side impacted. But I know people who the airbag has come off, I need to ask them, did you lose hearing for a while? Hmm, I know that they got rug burn, like with the from the airbag, they they rug burned when it blew out at them. Mm -hmm. But I never asked about their hearing. Maybe we can fact check. Fact check Fact check <laughs> Okay, so this is what we found out on fact check. There are instances where you can suffer from hearing and eye impairment or loss for temporary periods. You know, among other things like abrasions when it pops out at you. And also there's a little bit of talk about the fact that there's like powders and stuff that are in the air. Chemicals and stuff like that. So that is what happens. That can cause chemical and thermoburns. Ooh, so burns as well. Mm-hmm. So, so, um... They had their abrasions on her face, but she also got into an accident. So she was cut up. So it was close to reality. It's a good show. Good show. It is a good show. So tell me about your week. Did My you have a good meltdown? Ugh. Okay. I did have a meltdown. Meltdown is where we're going to talk about some of our stresses in life. And we're just going to vent a little bit. Why not, right? I agree. And I would like to vet about hanging up clothes on the clothesline. So what happened? You was doing laundry? I was. Okay, continue. And I didn't even have a lot. So I ventured out to the clothesline because I hang my clothes some days. And I decided, well, it, it was a good day. So I was going to hang them out today. It was a pretty day today. It was, it was a pretty very, day. Today. It was hot. It was actually one of the record highs today. True, for this time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Then it was it was it's pretty so like toasty. It's like desert right now, honey. Oh it's my gosh, still fucking hot. Yeah, stuff. in the studio here. In this it's pretty hot right studio. here. In the Anywho, but we're trying to give you good quality sound. Yes. So you know, enjoy. Um, I'm hanging clothes. Long story short, one of the lines snapped when I'm almost done with the whole line. You had the clothes on the line, actually? Of course. Why would it snap? Oh, Lord. So they all fall on me and fall down, and they're all in the dirt. The clothes the you just washed. So did you rewash them? Oh, right, of course I did. Yep. Because it got worse. Oh, God. What happened? So, <laughs> so I gave up thinking, you know, I'm just going to wash those clothes. And I went on to the next line. Well, lo and behold, I get half done with that line, and that line snaps. I have a hissy fit. I break the other two lines in a fit of rage. And then I just toss the clothes and decide I need to go inside. Because, caveat, this entire time I had stepped in a red anthill and they were biting my feet. But I thought, I can't, let me get this clothesline up here. It was a very traumatic time frame. And I was trying to do things all at one time. And maybe that's why I went wrong. But I decided that I was just going to live with the anthill for right now because I would get them off my feet later. Well, when the second line broke, I was over that. So I just stormed into the house like a temper tantrum child. Are you sure that's how you did? Well, like I said, I broke the two lines. Mm -hmm. Okay, broke the two lines. I thought you said you screamed to the top of your lungs, girl. Oh, I did. I said the C word. <gasps> that w- women don't like that word, but I like you to use it because use that language. I like the even though I, even though I'm not a female, I like to use the c word in, in in extreme anger because that is more impactful than the f word to me. You even did so, that to a family member. Well, that wasn't used in that extreme example. Are, are you sure? Yeah, because I, I think she liked it. No, it was extreme. I, I agree, was, but I didn't. It didn't have as much hate behind it as my normal when I say the word. When I say the word nowadays, it's it's with a, a lot of hate. Like, it, it's quite an aggressive amount of, like, mm-hmm. the devil would be scared of me kind of hate. And oh, so I did say that today. Is that the white man coming out Yeah, of yeah. And so I did say that today. And then I, and then I, and since it's less impactful, I said the F word about 15 times. So it was the C word followed by about 15 Fs. Anyway, broke the other two lines, got back in the house, and cleaned my feet from red ants, which nobody seems to care about. <laughs> and um, decided to just pick it up off the floor and take the red ant dirt-filled clothes back into the house and clean them again. And while that was being done, I got to my senses... And I restrung some lines and was very responsible. So you did all of the, so you I actually, even went out and pushed and put stuff on the ants. I'm so proud of you. I'm you know, I do a lot. And it's and it's hard Those because twelve hour days. <laughs> <laughs> that is a story for a different day. This is just my venting story today. And and I have a lot to vent about work. Oh, we're not going. But it's my day off. And I thought I wouldn't have anything to vent about. Lo and behold, this crap happens to me. 
So you can't even have a day off when you're trying to have a day off. I understand life happens. So. You're weak. What do you have to vent about? So, within the last week, I experienced car trouble. Oh, I hate car trouble. So I called Jason. Oh, oh yeah, I was involved with this. You were involved with this. God, that seems like centuries ago. I worked this weekend, and I have 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, that's what he makes fun of me. But, girl, I worked a lot, okay? I'm just trying to relax, and I got work tomorrow already. It's not... I need okay. a new vent. I have a new vent. Shh. Fine, you can do your vent. Oh, my God. You're stressing me out now. You got me sweat. The studio's so hot, you guys. <laughs> so I vent quick. So I broke down three streets down the road from our house, right? I told Jason, I'm broke down. I need your assistance. Can did he, I answer the phone right away? He did answer the phone. Thank you. That, I'd like to point that out. That is really cool to us because Boom. that's been a fucking work in progress with this motherfucker. Boom. I can change. I can move. Small steps. Small steps. They gotta be small. So I call him and I say, okay, go to the main road, huh. make a right, <laughs> and go three streets down, make another right. I disagree with this vent. I thought it was not a vent about me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even fair. <laughs> Girl, he did not say that at first. You are a bad venter. What did I say? You said I'm what on blobbity blopping and blop street. And I'm like, I don't know. I said know. I'm on 181st court and I need you to come to 181st court. So now to most of you people listening, 181st court. Those are all there's no name. It's not Elm, it's not not Maine, Florida. Names, streets without names. They're all numbers and it's insane. But okay, go. You gave me a number which I absolutely did not understand. Yes. I told him go to one eighty fourth court. And he tried and he's like he's telling me he's like, Okay, babe, I'm coming. And then he tells me like I'm on two fifteen. And I'm like in my head, on my route, that doesn't compute because, like, 215 is, like, a totally different section in the area than I'm at. And, like, I'm literally, like, three minutes down the road. And I'm like, I, I literally told him, like, five times, come to the main road from our house, make a right, and then you count three streets. You got one, two, three, and go down that road. I don't think he heard that. So I get bitchy when I'm in frustrated moments. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you keep talking because I Cause think the people can tell. I really do. It's really a stream. And so I, he's a good man. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like I'm going to do something completely insane. He's going to hear me, you guys. You just don't know. When this is over with, it's totally going to be up the wall, you guys. Mm -hmm. Especially with this hot freaking studio. <laughs> I'm going to have a black eye and it's just going to be too much. I can't, I can't compute it. You're going to get in trouble from the... You're going to get in trouble. Oh, I'm not making fun of people who's been abused. Mm -hmm. I promise. But y'all need to move out of that situation. That's a shitty situation to be in. Well, now you're preaching, girl. You better get back to your story. Uh, see, we went left again. <laughs> well, thank you for enjoying All Tuckered Out. 
and we enjoy you. Me if too. If you have we... any comments, please leave them. Please. And we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah, give us give us some uh, feedback. You know, feedback. We're trying, to, we're trying to do better. We're trying to build build this up. Yeah, why not? We're just shooting the shit, talking to you. If you love it, like it, and please, you know, show us some love. We'll show it right back. Yeah, we'll get back with you. Bye. Bye-bye.